Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the True Blue LA podcast. Eric Steven, you're in, you're here with me to talk about the World Series. And you know, if you and I were Red Sox fans, we would be here excited and trying to talk ourselves to temper our expectations because even though our opponents look like garbage, you know, they're going to their home stadium and they might win a few games. So I would um I'm also we would have won three World Series in the last 15. All <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I'm, as you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm irrationally angry right now. Yeah. Um, and for good reason, it's because I went to the store yesterday and got jalapeno Munster cheese, which would have gone excellent on a salami sandwich that I made. But when I opened it, there was mold all over the cheese. So (laughs) like this, my entire week has been ruined. Wait, what were you talking about? Baseball. Oh, okay. Also known Um, as the worst. Yeah, it hasn't gone well. Like, uh, I mean, it's weird because, you know, look, the there's only two teams still alive. The Dodgers are actually in the World Series. And then you still can't help but watching them going, how in the hell does this team ever win games? Like, you know, (laughs) like, it's like, like, welcome to the 2018 Dodgers. Uh, So, yeah, they're down 2-0. Let's let's talk about it. So I think there's there's a lot that's gone wrong. There's a lot to talk about. I think probably a lot of our listeners are going to want to talk about 
Dave Roberts moves, as is, you know, it's very easy. We've talked about this before. It's very easy to <laughs> sympathize is the wrong word, but really under like criticize the manager because you can you feel like that is a thing I could have done or not done in this case. Um, but I think I think most of the blame has to lie on the offense, doesn't it? I think so. I, I wrote this morning, um, like if they don't hit. The series is over. Like they're not going back to Boston yeah. if they don't do something. I, so I was for uh, yeah. for those of you who haven't ever heard this. I tend to uh, eschew watching playoff games or kind of loosely pay attention while I'm uh, catching my breath because I have very very bad nerve issues. But I was forced to watch Game One because I had trivia to play <laughs> and it was on every TV. Um, and even when um, Madsen came in and gave up the two additional runs that were charged to Kershaw, I was like, no, this is if the Dodgers. Can get them the five. If this team cannot score six runs in Fenway against the Boston bullpen, they probably weren't going to win this game no matter what. That was my opinion going in. Um, and I'm, this Dodgers offense is good enough to score six runs in Fenway. They have scored four and then two. So the results have not surprised me. Pure, purely if you just told me how many runs do the Dodgers score, I would have predicted both losses. Um, they did. They did score six runs in Fenway. It just took two games. Oh, thank you. I'm contained within a. <laughs> well, look, like you were saying, like they they got they made Chris Sale work. They ran up the pitch count. He was out of there by four innings. Like that's a. That's yeah, like, you you and I were talking yeah. uh, right before the air that this this these both games reminded me a lot of April and that both Kershaw and Ryu had flashes of. Not just good, but greatness. Uh, Kershaw struck out, was in the middle of striking out a bunch of people. He was limiting his pitches early on in the game, even when he was giving up the runs. Ryu looked great until the very, very end. Um, some of the bullpen performances have been great. Uh, the Dodgers offense has been taking a lot of pitches. They've been doing the Dodger approach, except for one Matt Kim solo home run hitting home runs. And if you remember in April, that was the big deal. Is so many of the home runs were empty. Yeah, and and like even then, they weren't hitting them early. Like yeah, they, oh yeah, 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 exactly. Just that, like this, just like this. Yeah, it was like uh, I need a drink. Yeah, it, no, it's good. I'm here. Uh, so yeah, they're just not not really hitting. Like I would say, Kershaw was like was like serviceable. You could Medium tell early on. Yeah, <laughs> he he didn't have like his curveball, and he wasn't getting swings and misses. So it it was like only a matter of time before he was like you know, going to hit the danger zone and like mm-hmm. he did, but then like, you know, it got exacerbated. Like the, the part, like you're right about, you know, everyone wants to just reflexively blames the manager because apparently no, no player can ever be blamed for anything. Um, that said, that's my problem. Yeah. Because yeah. like I, I've been a staunch defender. My brother texts me frequently mm-hmm. and I have to explain the rationale for what Dave's done. I did not like bringing it. I, 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 I kind of get the Madsen thing. Um, you can say, well, he wasn't very good the other day, but I'm like, you know, he's come up in big spots. I kind of get it. I do not get the Alex Wood thing. Yeah. So like the, yeah, that said, you know, Roberts did make some missteps, you know, like oh, he sure. was absolutely and, and like uh the the big one for me though, like with Matson, not so much that he brought him in because like you said, he 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 bailed him out of some jams earlier in the playoffs and he's become like the fireman sort of in the middle innings. Um uh but you know, he what was weird about game one is that this was in the fifth inning. Um, Kershaw, like you said, it was like getting to that point where, you know, any sort of trouble, you got to kind of yank him. 
And okay, so we're going to talk about Mattson game one to, for, to begin with. Yeah, okay, right. Cool. It's, it's, let me just say, it's premises, Ryan Mattson, zero ERA in this yep. World Series. <laughs> so, um, uh. Uh, but Kershaw pitched a, like, a one, two, three, fourth inning in game one. So, like, it was like, okay, like, this, this sometimes, you know, in the regular season or whatever, this is where the starters sort of can, like, they get in a groove. And then, yeah, hey, and that's look, what I was expecting. That was the yeah. flash of greatness that I was talking about. And then, like, it just didn't, didn't work out. And mm-hmm. then he gave, you know, he left with uh, two runners on. But the thing with me, like, they had nobody warming up for Kershaw. Like, they mm. they had, it was not in their mind that anyone would have to come in. And Matson like, barely warmed up. He talked about it uh, before game two. Saying like, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't fully ready to like his second batter. He walked the first batter because he wasn't ready, and so like, man, like that's not cool. Like you know, like you have to be prepared for something like that. Like, and like use stall tactics, whatever. Like, yeah, especially when they basically, in, in yeah. Fenway against that offense against a zone that was really really tight uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game. It just seems like you gotta expect that. Kershaw just tries to nibble a little bit too much, two batters in a row, and you got the situation you got. Yeah, but like that offense is like built to sort of grind you to dust, and mm-hmm. that's sort of what they did. Um, and yeah, like just to have him not ready. That so that was like the main sort of like you know the uh, the sort of the unforgivable part, the bad mistake I think for Roberts. The other one, and well, and we could before we get to game two, like. You know, later, so even with all this, the Dodgers were the Batson gave up two, allowed both inherited runners to score because it's a Kershaw start. Those <laughs> those runners always have to score, it's a rule. Um, so, um, it gets later, they're still down 5 4. It's a it's a like close, winnable game at this point. And, um, the they ended up not really they scored one run off the Red Sox bullpen, but it was in, you know, only in five innings, they didn't score again. But the close game turned into a not close game when. Like, look, if you would have told me a couple months ago, <laughs> if you told me last year, like, you, you would have been punched in the face because, like, you're a crazy person. But, like, that Pedro Baez has to stay in the game yeah. <laughs> and sort of bullpen savior. Like, people were ready to run this guy out of town. They booed him before he even pitched in a game at Dodger Stadium last year. So, like, now he's, like, Mr. Reliable. And people, like, but it, this, this is a case where, like, almost every the game before it happened why are you taking out Baez you know if they brought in Alex Wood the the situation was uh, Rafael Davis a left-handed hitter was up so they brought in the left-handed Alex Wood no, but then they pinch hit um Eduardo Nunez both of those guys not that not the best hitters but um you know Robert said look you like the matchup either way against either Devers or um Nunez with Wood and I get it Wood has a track record he's been a starter he's been an all-star starter um, also been very home run prone of late and, and not, like, not, not really pitching well. And so that was weird because Baez has been super effective. And like I saw the stat too, that like this kind of puts this in perspective. Uh, I think it was the, someone from ESPN tweeted that like left-handers against Baez were over their last 31. Like, <laughs> so like even against lefties, he's been effective. Him out there anyway. They brought in Alex Wood, two pitches, uh, and if you look at this, like, well, Nunez jacked one over the Green Monster, so three run homer, game essentially over at that point. It's eight yeah. to four. Um, the pitch was actually pretty good. Like, it was like a low and away curveball that like you no one reasonably should have been able to pull it, 
But this was kind of like the, the Dodgers in in Game Seven in Milwaukee. The pitch that Jeffress threw to Puig like was low and outside, and Puig somehow like hit a like a line drive, didn't pull it, but he hit it straight away. So like that, you know, those things happen. Like you know, whatever. But like, yeah, the fact that they didn't leave in Baez, that you know, in a weird way, this is where we are right now. But yeah, so that that was. Um, I mean that that those were the two like sort of big moves of game game one, and it just you know didn't turn out in the Dodgers. But like you said, like they they weren't able. At, really, it's weird because the their best hitting in this series have has been against Chris Sale, and then after that, they really haven't done much. They you know it's been really weird. Yeah, they like I said, they did get David Price to kind of pit, pitch a lot, but like. Who cares? The, that that matters a lot less in the World Series when you can throw starters in relief and generally not have to, to overtax a bullpen. Generally, like it, it will work, you know, in a series if they get too aggressive, but they haven't had to do it once they've gotten in, into the bullpen. So let, let's talk about um, let's talk about the offense. Is there is there any lineup? Is there any evaluations that Dave Roberts is making on players that he needs to change? Um, so people that are yeah. starting every day now that need to probably not be, do you think? I think at this point, well, so it, it I have a it name in mind, but I want us to get your unbiased yeah, opinion. I, I will say this. They're going to, I mean, barring like an upset, Nathan Evaldi has pitched the first two games in relief, but only in any, uh, he's probably going to start game four unless they, they could very well use him in game three in relief again, which should change that. But barring like an upset, the next two games they're going to face righties, so none of this matters as much. Like it, it's it's been stunning to me, like the amount of like like knee jerk reactions I've seen is that oh the Dodgers are losing because analytics, like as if no. like platooning <laughs> hasn't been around for decades. Like and then like what what do you think the Astros are doing? Like I mean Astros, the Red Sox, like they're I mean I don't, I just don't get it, man. They, that stuff drives me crazy. But I will say this: so um, they've been. They went back to the super like extreme platoon in the first two games, all righties, um, which meant no Bellinger, no Muncie um, in the starting lineup. And then the stat that was sort of floated around was like uh, last night was the this is the first time in World Series history that a team didn't start its for, um, uh, its top four home run hitters. It's like okay, let's let's dial it down a little bit. But, you know, the reason they didn't start him is because the left-hander started. And, like, three of those four cannot hit lefties. One of them is a sieve behind the plate right now and is unplayable. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, like, I, you, sir, like it's, it's, it's one thing to say, like, oh, well, the Dodgers are clearly overthinking this. But also, they have guys who should hit lefties. And, like, the problem is nobody has. Like, yeah. So, I, but to get to your thing, the one guy is Muncie. I think... Once they get back to the like a, a sale, let's say sale, they go. Let's say the Dodgers somehow are able to extend this to five games, and uh, um, Chris Sale is going in that game. I think Max Muncy should start that, even if it means starting him at second. At this point, it's like just screw it, you know. Like his his problem is like uh, you know he's been like the best hitter among the lefties against lefties, and but he has you know he plays first and third and. David Freeze has been like wonderful. Like he's yeah. uh, like, and Justin Turner's at third and he's Dodgers best hitter. So like, what is he going to do? Like, so at this point, like Brian Dozier is a nothing really to me at second, you don't really have to start him. Um, so it's game five. They don't have a DH at Dodger stadium. I would start Muncie at second in that game. But other than that, 
Well, the other the other issue is like um, you could if you're. I guess it really depends on how Bellinger looks these next two games. It's going to be mostly against righties, but like he hasn't hit lefties either. And like yeah. uh, Kike, but the problem is Kike's not hitting anybody. That's so uh, Kike was yeah. the name that came to mind in that. Just looking at the at bats, because you know I did watch game one and I go back and watch these games. Uh, his at bats have not like he's looked off against right. everyone. And I was wondering if you thought his defensive prowess and flexibility was too valuable to get him out of the lineup. Um, versus finding a way to well, get Muncie in, and yeah. the other, I think, I think I want to give credit to some of the people saying, um, sure, platoons have been around a, a while, but at a certain point, I, I, I even, and I am a big pro analytics guy. When you take Freeze and Taylor out of the lineup because of a platoon advantage, I get frustrated. Um, just because I'm like, I think those have been, in my opinion, clearly the best hitters. Uh, for the Dodgers in the playoffs, at least starting the NLCS. And I, I know that, that a lot of that is because the Dodgers are putting him in situations where they can shine because they're going against the lefty. But right. it seems frustrating to take them out of the rest of the game when event, they might have to, you know, a lefty might come in eventually um, and, and replace them with someone like Yosemite Grandal. So what I would do in this case is – I think you're right. Kike is three for 32 in the postseason. Um, Robert said as much yesterday. Like he, he likes his defensive versatility. He's had a lot of big moments for us. He's, his uh, the quote here as part of it was: "There's just certain players that I just believe in, and I think he's on that list." So uh, that said, Roberts, uh, I forgot which game. It, well, I guess it was Game Six. Against the Brewers, Kike didn't start that game because he's mm-hmm. not been hitting well. And that was like literally the first time since July of 2017 that Kike hasn't started against a lefty. So it's not as if Roberts is like, you know, completely married to the idea. Like he starts them sure. all the time against lefties. So, but he started a lot against righties. So what, what I would do in the next two games, against it's against righties. So that means Jock's going to be in left. Puig's going to be in right. That's the one thing they've sort of straight again. They've kept Puig in there against lefties because he has the reverse splits. So that was sort of nice to see because I think you kind of have to play Puig at this point. Like he's, you know, you just kind of ride him. Um, and then I think you go, Taylor's been hitting well enough against everybody mm-hmm. to that you, you start him in center. Um, and then it, it gets back to, you know, same thing. Um, well, they'll go, uh, oh, you know what? Yeah. So then, and then, then you would put, I guess that would – no, I. Uh, this is where it gets – I guess you you have the the room. You put Taylor at second, Bellinger in center, and Muncie at first in this scenario. I forgot the right-handers on the mound. I was – I was for some reason in my head, uh, I had the, the lefty lineup or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's going to happen in, in on on the next couple games. I, or I think that's what they should do. Catcher is like a thing – like I, I don't – I don't know if Grandal's going to start again. He's been getting shit opportunities and stuff. Neither he nor Austin Barnes are, are hitting yeah. at all. I have no issue so, if Dave wants to like try to go back to the well and put the power guy in there and see if he yeah. can like, uh, rust it off. To me, it was – if I, I'm remembering this right. Grandal pinch hit for Taylor in game mm. one. Am I remembering that right? Yeah, I'll look it up, but I think you're right. Uh, yeah. And that yeah. just frustrated me because it's like I understand there's a platoon advantage. I don't mind him using Grandal sort of in a highish leverage – pinch hitting spot um it just seemed like a mistake to get taylor's bat out of the lineup when it was in the middle of the game and that spot was going to come he, up again 
he pinched it for Freeze. Bell- Freeze. Bellinger okay. pinched it for Taylor. Got, okay, okay. Mix those two up. I, I was yeah. close. I was remembering vaguely right. right. But I mean, honestly, like you're right. Like, look, Grandal was a big reason why you know their offense was as good as it was. Yeah. No, I totally. I don't mind that at all. It's just again, no. specifically again, and then we talk, and I bring up the two guys that that got replaced are the two guys who have been hitting the best. And again, I understand that is because they've been in that platoon advantage, or you could explain a lot of that because they've been in that platoon advantage. Right. Um, it, but I think yeah. they've hit themselves to earn, you know, the ability to bat against a right-hander. <laughs> I agree with you. Like in that, like, like, you know, freeze. It's weird because uh, uh, the complaints I'm seeing a lot and a lot of it's on Twitter and stuff, so, but mm-hmm. it's like, you get the dual complaints and it's maybe it's not the same people, but it's like amazing that there are two sides to this is that why, why are the Dodgers being so analytic and playing these platoons? And then also why doesn't freeze start every day? Like, you know, like, well, like, I don't know how you like, so you don't want them to start freeze at first. Like, I don't get it. So like, but no, I think the thing is with, with freeze is that like they, they just have better guys in theory, against lefty or against uh, right-handed pitching, and so then now it would be nice if those guys actually started hitting, including Bellinger, who hasn't really done anything. He was somehow the NLCS MVP. He had some big hits, but like overall, like um, what is it? He is hitting one twenty-eight, two twenty-seven, two thirty-one this postseason. So it's bad. Uh, it's not good. Um, so the catchers, just to get this out of there. Uh, Grandal and Barnes, five for forty-seven combined. <laughs> so it's bad. Even Muncy, like uh, he's been like the like as, as good as you can get while something like seven for thirty-six, so one ninety-four, but also three seventy on base, three sixty-one slugging. Not great, but also playable. You know, like so. And, and I get you with, with Grandal. It's like as on one side you want to like um, you know respect that he could run into one and hit, but at the same time also been kind of unplayable so like maybe mm-hmm. not maybe save him for a pinch hit against um you know pinch hitting for a different like bat, batter but i don't know it's weird they're in an al park there's there's no pitchers batting so it's not like it's going to be that they went for it there it didn't work um but yeah that's that's sort of the, the frustrating part about this is that they're and just frustrating not, not is the right yeah. and both those moves frustrated me even though i didn't like my my heart was very upset. I don't know if my head was or not, <laughs> but uh, and all of that, you know, it's really easy to get frustrated by the little things like manager moves when the team as a whole isn't isn't performing that well and they're losing. So Dodgers are down uh, zero of the two games, and someone pointed out I think half of the Dodgers World Series wins have started this way, uh, which doesn't mean anything except that it is emblematic of what it feels like to be a Dodger fan, where nothing comes easy. So the the numbers are grim, right? If you're if you're down two nothing, um, or the team I had two nothing, it's happened fifty four times in the World Series, and that team has won forty three of those, so it's like eighty percent. Like, so it's it's a rough go. But the last team to to um, lose the first two on the road and then win the series was the eighty one Dodgers. So, like you mentioned, you know it's, they've done it three times, but. So it's not the best position to be in. But, yeah, uh, getting back a little bit, um, do you want to talk now a little bit more about game two? Uh, sh- yeah. I mean, I don't, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned um, 
Ryan Madsen, like he has a zero ERA in this World Series. He was at it again in the fifth inning on <laughs> like Ryu is even better than Kershaw yep, was. Absolutely. Uh, for me. And so like he and he had two outs in the fifth. And, you know, you can't you can't really say anyone's cruising against the Red Sox lineup because they're so tough. But like he was like in good shape. And then like, you know, two singles and then a, and then uh, a walk. Um, to the walk was to Benatendi to load the bases, and that was sort of the final straw. I will give Roberts credit this time, knowing that he didn't give Matson enough ample time to warm up the night before. They were they visited the mountain twice during the walk, like um, to to give Matson time to warm up. So he was he had ample time to come in, and he still came in and walked the guy. <laughs> so like you know, look, managers are always going to look their worst, and teams are going to look their worst when relievers give up runs like i know Matson didn't quote give up the run it was charged to ryu but then like but still it's inherited runs and then jd martinez who's great he comes up singles to right field uh there was a lot of talk before the game how the dodgers were playing too deep in the outfield it was something i think it was like 20 feet deeper than like the average team plays at fenway park and like they had a lot of balls like the the pop fly double the left field that Jock Peterson couldn't get. Um, just balls that they, you know, not, maybe not should have been caught, but might have been caught with different positioning. So last night, Puig was something like, I think Mike Petriello tweeted this. It was, I think, 322 feet from home plate when, like, um, you know, it was, again, about 20 feet uh, deeper than normal and just enough to where that sort of J.D. Martinez's single dropped in, and you're just like, man, that, that's that's one of those, like, frustrating things. But, um, yeah, so uh, two, that uh, made a 2-1 to one Dodger lead into a 4-2 deficit. And then, like, the Dodgers, we talked about the offense going bad. Like, after the fourth inning, when they took the lead, um, they were 0 for their last 16. So it was bad. Uh, and then it just kind of was shut down at that point. But yeah, so Madsen has come in zero ERA, but he's allowed all five inherited runners to score. That's not good. Uh, there's some issue to where, um, like, Madsen this year has battle injuries. He had a back thing. Uh, he's pitched better with like more rest. He hasn't really pitched well at all with like no days rest. And they've uh, they've done this now. I think this this was his fourth time this playoffs pitching on back to back days. So. The last couple times he gave up a couple doubles his last game, and then last night was uh, rough on the with zero rest. So uh, I don't, you can't. It's hard to say to not pitch him back to back days because they're going to rely on guys. But you can see where he kind of fades a little bit, um, uh, especially now at this stage in his career when he has to pitch back to back. So that was rough. And yeah, there's just not much else to talk about other than to to credit the Red Sox for doing everything we thought they would do. Uh, if anything, uh, give credit for the Dodgers for having them only score four runs yesterday. Uh, other than that, the Red Sox are who we thought they were, which is a really, really, really good baseball team. Right. And you I can't, mean, this Dodger, like, kind of mediocre, we're playing against the Reds, let's play like it. <laughs> That's the problem. It's the word red. They saw it all, man. <laughs> we gotta gotta go in tank mode real quick. I I didn't put. I think I'm gonna tweet this now because I didn't think about this before. But you. So now the Dodgers are one and eight this year against teams that whose names begin with Reds. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Going back that's, to Dodger Stadium. Um, yeah. The, again, like you said, the 81 Dodgers started off 0-2. Um, 
two other Dodger teams did. I think 55 and another one, uh, if we want to believe in sort of Six, hocus 65 pocus. 65 was the other one, 65, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, a reminder that the the Cubs started off one and three in the World Series. You know, if, you know, if another loss happens, they rear its head in either game, uh, three or four. Not both. That would be bad. <laughs> that would right. not. That would. That seems like a uh, an O four deficit does not seem surmountable to me. Uh, and this and this is a team that has done this every uh, every month of this year. It was, oh, this team's really really b- bad for some stretch, and then they just hit. You know. 20 runs in a game twice in a row long they've basically played themselves into like must win situations and they've won all those times so like uh you know that said they're playing a 108 win red sox team it's going to be much tougher but they're home like walker bueller was the dodgers best pitcher down the stretch you you just got to think very good in the playoffs of all the games so far, like this was, this is going to be their best chance to win. All three um, of the first, Kershaw at home. Yeah, Kershaw after he gave, gave the mediocre start out of the way. Uh, right, so he gets his one. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, uh, yeah. So we're going to record at some point after the the games in Los we're Angeles. We're recording Monday, it, one way or the other. <laughs> what, yeah, whether it's whether it's previewing the remaining games or sort of taking stock of a finished series. Uh, we will talk to you again next week, but uh, um, have a good time, everyone, this weekend, and enjoy the World World Series. Thanks for listening.